Audio Hop Podcasts. This episode of Fabulous at 50 podcast is brought to you in association with Serona Hygiene, an award-winning startup best known for its flagship product Peabody, India's first female urination device. It is a simple disposable paper device that allows women to stand and pee in dirty and unfriendly toilets. For more female hygiene products, visit thesirona.com. Hello and welcome to the Fabulous at 50 podcast, the show that's all about being fabulous at 50 plus. With me is the author of Feisty at 50, Sudha Menon. Hi, Jaydeep. Hi, Sudha. How are you? I'm good. You? You're looking radiant today. Lovely. <laughs> so, you know, I keep hearing this new term FOMO, FOMO, and you've in fact dedicated an entire chapter in your book on FOMO. So I just, you know, in my mind, I thought FOMO is only something that young people have. N- not at all. You know, I think for the last five years, I have a severe case of uh, FOMO. And if anything, my FOMO seems to increase, uh, you know, as I age, mm. my FOMO is uh, on the rise. And um, everywhere I look, including my own house where Hassel Harry is, I think he needs de-addiction for FOMO now. Like he's on the phone at all, at all times of the day and night. And I look around me and everywhere. Mm. My, mom mm. is, uh, my mom is on her phone all day checking out what her friends are doing. And she's 72. Mm-hmm. And she has not a clue how to handle a smartphone. But she's she's there and she's stalking people and trying to find out why their lives are better than her lives. So that fear of missing out is very real. Completely, hmm. completely. And you know, it comes. It has come to such a stage and uh, you know, co- come to such a pass in my life that I wake up. Uh, by the time you get to your fifties, uh, a woman's bladder is like uh, <laughs> a very unreliable, temperamental thing. So you go to the loo three times uh, in the night, you stagger out of bed and you go to the loo and you're exhausted because you're not sleeping. You're just simply going to pee all the time. But these days, after my loo break, on the way back, I don't go and cuddle with uh, uh, Hassled Harry. You know, I see the phone uh, and emitting, you know, that uh, blinking light which says, okay, something is happening somewhere in the world. Mm -hmm. And so I will uh, sidle up to the phone uh, and sneak out with it and sit on the sofa and just frantically look to see what is happening and who is doing what and where. And it's typically, it's, you know, the world seems to be having the most fun while all you're doing is hacking away at your computer and trying to write books Mm -hmm. uh, which make you no money. And everybody else seems to have this fantastic life. I have friends who post from various corners of the uh, uh, earth. Some are sitting on... um, the beach in their very fancy resort where some of them are out with their husbands on romantic cruise mm. holidays. Then some of them are, some everybody is just basically having fun. And I'm thinking to myself that there is something missing here. You know, what is going wrong and why am I not doing these things? Mm. So FOMO is like right at the top of my concerns just now. So, I mean, you actually talk about, you know, your own FOMO and also about your daughter's FOMO. But is it really the same or is it a generational thing? You know, uh, I'm not sure about uh, my daughter's FOMO, but I can say that I can tell you about what happens between me and my daughter and our appearance on uh, social media. Hmm. And there was this time in her uh, mid-20s when she posted something on Facebook. That was when Facebook was still relevant. Now she says... Only oldies are on Facebook anymore. And that like really put me on the mat with that. 
So she had posted something on Facebook, and um, I commented upon it. Mm. Unfortunately for me, I commented and. And in three minutes, she was on the phone saying, "Mom, what are you doing? You can't comment on my uh, post." I said, "Why not?" She says, "You're my mom, and you're not supposed to be on my. Uh, you know, uh, you you can't post there. You know." So I said, "Okay, but what harm has this done?" She says, "Mom, you and your sisters are from the dark ages. You cannot be on my uh, whatever it's called timeline or whatever it's called. You can't be seen in the daylight." Yeah, <laughs> she said, "Do you want me to block you?" I said no. She said, "Well, then, if you don't want to be blocked, you have to just you can watch what I do, but you can't comment on it." Mm. So yes, you know, we are very different ages when it comes to social media, and FOMO. I have realized is also not about um, it's not about just social media. Mm -hmm. You know, every each of us have uh, our our set of uh, uh, fear of missing out thing. Correct. So my my husband is uh, almost fifty five now, and he used to be a tennis player. Mm. You know, he he was like. on the tennis court every single day when he was younger but a, a, a surgery later now he's been told that he can't do any high impact uh, sport, uh, sport. Yeah. and directly across from where we live is the society's uh, tennis court and every morning when we are having chai and reading the newspaper mm. we hear all this grunting you know this male grunting and applauding each other and you know there is this kind of adulation they're all they're all like they're like little um, kids and um, cheering each other on as they play uh, tennis and you should see his face then you know he wants to be there playing tennis mm -hmm, and he mm -hmm. fears he's missing out so that is also um, fomo right i also want to talk about you know what fomo does to you mm. so uh, every day when i sit and i have this thing with myself when i have lot of work to do when there is a chapter to write or there is a newspaper article that i'm writing that has a deadline i typically switch off my phone and lock it in the cupboard it's come to that pass now i have to lock it up in the cupboard that's how distracting it is that's become. how distracting it is or in 5 minutes flat i am scrolling mm. and seeing what's happening and sometimes i succumb you know sometimes when the words don't seem to flow easily i succumb and i get my phone out and like a guilty child who's stolen a cookie from the cookie jar mm. i will i will like fatafat do this sort of scrolling and then i will come upon all this mommy videos i call mm. this the mommy videos this facebook and insta and every which social media thing there are these pictures of very very glamorous looking young women with their uh, infants and they are in coordinated um, clothes you know she in her uh, pajamas and uh, the child in red and uh, in white and pink and she in white and pink and these videos of uh, cuddling with the child and mm. reading to the child and singing and the child is Uh, cooing into her uh, into her ears and all of this and i love watching them but you know it gives me a severe case of anxiety because when i was 21 and my child was born in at 24 i certainly didn't have the time to wear i neither had the means nor the time to you know uh, roll about in bed uh, mm -hmm. uh, singing nursery rhymes <laughs> in color coordinated clothes and um, typically when i was that age i had a career i was i was a career journalist and there was so much on my plate to do before you know i had to bathe the child uh, feed the child cook for the family and uh, run to work and then come back and do all of that all over again so basically i was not a site for any social media handle my my insta posts would not look like the insta posts of today's mothers and my hair would basically be standing on end because there was so much to do and i was just scared out of my wits that i would not mm, be able to mm. cope 
and thank god there was no uh, facebook right. at that time you know thank god because uh, i don't think facebook would i like to see the sight of me the way i looked then it would have pulled your post down yes i would yeah they, they would <laughs> they would have sort of blocked me for suspicious behavior yeah. or something you know yeah so sudha in the book you also talk about how you know this fomo the sense of fomo you get from social media also fuels a lot of desires and wishes in your mind oh absolutely you know the more the more i go on social media and see all those posts from people who have this sort of glamorous lifestyles and who are always in the south of france or in spain or you know latin america and doing stuff hmm. i'm always i always get off that by thinking something must be done you know why am i sitting on the sofa and not doing anything while everybody else is having the, a good life hmm. and then there are there are all kinds of things uh, that i want to do you know um, i've uh, i wanted for for instance my fomo seems to be over the last 3 years my fomo is like really peaked hmm. and um, among the things that i wanted to do uh, is i want to become an rj because i have rj friends and they have the most amazing lives they meet all sorts of interesting people and there are hundreds of people who want to be on their show i have been on their show a couple of times and i just love their life that they can connect just sit in a studio and connect to the entire world so i want to be um, an rj i have secretly dreamt of being um, a latin american dancer and when i'm at home alone sometimes i'm bored i try out a few steps mm-hmm. uh, and um, i know that i'm never going to be a latin american dancer performing on stage because i have got two left feet mm-hmm. but i still dream of becoming um, learning um, latin american dances then um, you know when i was when i was a little kid and i was a shy reclusive kid and i secretly i would watch bollywood movies a lot you know the whole old manoj kumar and um, dharmendra dharmendra and firoz khan mm. and all of them and i secretly dreamt that instead of vijayanti mala or whoever it was that they were uh, wooing and running around uh, the trees with i would think that i would be there with them mm-hmm. and so that was one of my bucket list and i secretly dreamt that i would be an actor one day and then sharukh khan of course uh, came along and then now I, my entire family all the women in my family love sharukh khan and so i don't mind uh, you know dancing around uh, trees with uh, sharukh khan these days that has you know that hope has been pared down now now that i have i'm on the wrong side of 50 uh, i i'm okay with playing his uh, sister now <laughs> uh, not his leading lady i'm okay with uh, playing his sister not his mother you know even middle aged women have their dignity absolutely, so not not absolutely. his mother no way, no but way. sister okay mm. so yes that is one thing i would do i would love to do pottery mm, mm. you know and um, i actually tried uh, pottery a bit and i'm uh, loving it but there is like i said the list is grow you know growing by leaps and bounds mm-hmm. so what you're telling me is sudha that you know as a woman in your 50s there you've also found a way to channelize your fomo in a positive direction you know there there used to be uh, there, there have been occasions when i've felt uh, Uh, you know when i've despaired and i said you know really my life is not working out am i really not that much good enough why am i not doing interesting things hmm. um, the sense you know sometimes the morale would be down and then i i come across these articles which actually talk about this you know there are a whole lot of people actually suffering from um, low self esteem and feeling that uh, they are not good enough and mm-hmm. all of this and this is actually a fallout of social media and you know uh, sort of being on it all the time right and um, lots of people i know sometimes say you know I, we have gone off social media because it's too negative and it's too depressing to be there but um, 
what I have discovered when I t- took a step back, what I've discovered is that we don't all of we don't all of us have to be P three people, or we don't all of us have to have this sort of um, glamorous lifestyles. But we all matter. We mm. all count. You know, mm-hmm. and we all have stuff to contribute to this uh, world. Yes, and um, I might I might not have uh, my my picture on the front page of a newspaper every day but i'm the one who gets those emails from readers you know i'm mm. the i'm the one who gets uh, you know, letters and phone calls saying uh, ma'am you know this book that you wrote it changed my life it has transformed my life and it has given me hope when i thought that my life has hit rock bottom and those are the things that now count for me you know i'm still i'm still on uh, facebook and insta and um, madly at it right but when i feel down or depressed or feel that my life is not good enough i think of these things i think of the amount of people who read my books mm-hmm. and um, tell me that it has made a difference in their life the, the my work has made a difference in their life and that should be good enough i'm happy with that right so i think the takeaway we can take here from here, this chapter is that you know don't wallow in self pity but you build your own accomplishments build your own uh, and, skills yes and never forget that you bring something unique to this world and that should be the most important uh, thing for you that's a wonderful note to end the episode on thank you sudha thank you very much lovely being here and till next week stay feisty and stay feisty and stay fabulous i think you say it better <laughs> <laughs>